let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror, just keep going. No feeling is final. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. That, that, yeah. I was just like, I didn't come here for this. I came here to fucking laugh. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Hello, fellow fumblers, and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumblers Podcast, the show where four friends fumble through your favorite films. Today, we are reviewing Jojo Rabbit, a movie released in 2019 and directed by Taika Waititi. So without further ado, my name's Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. Yo, it's James. All right, boys. Let's What's jump up? into it. A shot? What are we um, jumping into? Fumblers oh. into the shots. It's your first time the, here? The brand. <laughs> hey, it might be somebody who's listening's first time here. They're, they're like, where are they oh, jumping? I, you know what? I, I, <laughs> what? What am I listening to? No. Because no, we do these lives, I need to do better at remembering that this is a podcast, too. So people just want... All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. cheers everyone. Ooh. Yummy. Someone might be very confused. That was a, a really full shot for me. I know a lot of times we go like kind of skimpy on them. Uh, I filled that one up. They went down surprisingly smooth. What are you Bacardi. drinking? Bacardi. Oh, Bacardi. Rum. I forgot I poured gin and I'm dying over here. Ooh. Oh. But it's like the to... bottle's almost empty, you know? So I yeah. just want to get rid of it. Yeah. My, my Bacardi bottle, I lost the cap on New Year's, so there's just foil and a rubber band on it, so I'm just trying to drink it. <laughs> Freaking handle, though, so it's, oh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit. Well, not at, not at this rate, to be honest. <laughs> Still in the midst of quarantine, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, uh, Jojo Rabbit. So this movie, uh, recommended by Jay's mom. She really wanted us to, to view this one. I think she said, quote, this is the only way that Jay will watch this movie. And she's been, she had been trying to get you to watch it for so long. No. It's, she's not wrong, but this is a movie that I wanted to watch. I just hadn't yeah. watched yeah. it. Aren't there so many of those though? There's millions. 2019, uh, uh, the year itself is just year like, of our Lord. holy crap. You, you look back at like what came out that year. You're just like, wow. Yeah, there were a lot of, just missed a lot of things. That was a very hell of good year, movie. dude. My favorite. Yeah. Really good year. And um, I was still catching up from that, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, there's still yeah. so many. There's still so many that I, I would still want to watch. There's a lot of A24. We're not going to get an A24. Jay's going to get too excited. But... <laughs> dude, they had like five <laughs> movies come out that year that were all. I know. That's amazing. what I. That's why I thought like it was the year of yeah. A24. That yeah. was good. Dude, um, J. Joe Rabbit was the first movie I ever watch in theaters by myself have you guys ever done that really yeah. wow it was really I've nice i've never watched a movie by myself in theaters i've never no, done that either i don't think so it was really no, nice I yeah i, like I, I guess i don't have that much self-confidence i'm just like oh man people are gonna <laughs> just look at me how are they gonna look at you they're watching the movie True. i'm, like I'm eating, gonna be looking at myself like yeah. yeah that's another thing i mean i'm not trying to dodge around this movie but I can't go to restaurants by myself. Like, yeah, that's that's I've never done it. Never done that. Yeah. And then I've tell the tell the server that it's your birthday, times. and then see if. You <laughs> oh like. my god, <laughs> that would be so fucking weird. Just like, yourself. just yeah, the confidence. Just... <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Jojo Rabbit. Going into this, I I was like fully prepared for it to be, like one hundred percent a comedy, and I. I'm just gonna get right into it. I felt way more than I was expecting, like, like way, way, way more. And obviously, it was a little bit apprehensive, you know, watching a movie. I remember just like the way to describe this movie to somebody is like, oh, it's about this little Nazi boy who has an imaginary friend that's Hitler. And it's like, yeah. wait, like, what? Like, really? <laughs> that's what? It, and it's a comedy. Yeah. It's yeah, it's out there. Yeah, yeah. This there's a lot to unpack in this movie. I feel like. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, yeah, it was interesting. Like you said, I didn't expect to think about or feel as many things as I did. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the comedy is interesting because there was, like, backlash for that. Like, people thought, oh, you're taking this subject too lightly. Yeah. Whereas his stop argument was, like... Stop trying to give, uh, stop trying to make me feel sentimental towards 
Nazis, right? Yeah, or even treat it with humor. And yeah. and his argument was like, no, it's not a that's not a bad thing. It's like a weapon, right? Like to show mm -hmm. how ridiculous it was. Yeah, it's yeah. like the yeah. comedy is just so disrespectful, and I fucking love it. Like towards, towards all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But towards the end of the movie, like you realize, like it's not like. I think that's and that's the thing is that people already cast their judgment based off of the premise, like how you said, right. Adrian. This is this is what's going on, and then the last line that uh, JoJo says to Hitler is "fuck you, Hitler" or something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck off, Hitler! Right? Like it it's just like kicks him out of a window. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. like definitely spoilers. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, spoilers. It's... Hitler dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. People don't give enough didn't give it a chance enough. I think they were right. ready to jump on it. Yeah. Well, Taika Waititi on said premise alone. In, in an interview, he was just like, I think if people weren't upset about it, there'd be a problem. Like if he's like, if everyone loved it, then it would be weird. Like he wanted to, he, he was going for that. He was going for that kind of like on that edge, right? Where when you yeah. hear the plot of it, you're like, really? And then, you know, once you really give it a chance, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a satire, you know, and this isn't yeah. the first time we've had comedy about like really heinous things like i mean even uh charlie chaplin you know had had his whole spiel about about hitler and like that whole thing and i think that was yeah. like part of it who else was it um oh, i'm gonna forget his name there was another like like really well-known um i can't remember if it was an just an actor or director but like gave taika a lot of praise um who had done something similar in the past i think it was something gibson um not uh, was it? No, and it was not Mel Gibson. It was <laughs> someone else Gibson, I think. Or uh, Mel someone else. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like where, you know, this this had been done before. And, and you know, he even yeah. said, like, it was, you know, this was released in 2019. He, after World War II, everyone was kind of just like, we need to make sure that we never forget about what happened. You know, what, what World War II was about. And he worked on this movie and released this movie because he felt certain individuals were starting to forget what happened then. And it was, you know, an important reminder to say like, this is kind of what it was, but to show it in a satirical and more like comedic way, you know? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know. It's like, okay, here's a little story that happened to me over this week. I, I'm like the resident family IT guy. So I get all the calls from grandma of like, help me fix my computer, right? Yeah. And um, I was helping her fix my computer and I was telling her about this project we're working on. And she was just talking about like the weirdest like stuff, like things that she've just probably heard in passing. And she believed that like the communist party was doing these things, right? And it was like ridiculous things, not like modern conspiracies, just like things that, were probably told to her when she was young about mm. communists. And so like they have horns and shit like that kind of shit. Yeah, like yeah, weird shit like, like that. Yeah. yeah. So like that, I mean, it just struck like another level deeper because I had just talked to her and she just randomly starts bringing this up and we're watching this movie and they kind of like jab at that. And but there's jabs at both sides too, which I think is also interesting. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's weird. It's weird because you start to like, feel for the well he's like not really a nazi but he's a nazi yeah yeah I mean, yeah it's like there's people under there basically yeah yeah exactly but then at the, the end you're like is... it was okay it was okay yeah. that i liked him <laughs> i think that go ahead james finish that I, I think the the difference is is that like so taika's like trying to humanize the nazi but but like for me, it, it in a certain way it kind of falls flat because it's a child, and and you're you're way more forgiving of a child's mistakes, whatever you know their upbringing and stuff like yeah. that. I think the message would have been a lot more powerful if JoJo was older. I think, mm. hmm. Interesting. like, and he has this change. Well, of heart. I think that yeah. was like that and, was and, something. And, that... and are you and are you able to forgive JoJo? I think that's yeah. the question that we're 
that that we're left with. You, you're at the end of this movie. You 100% forgive Jojo right. for being what he is because he's a child, right? Yeah. Right. If he was, if he was one of those other Nazis that were really mean-hearted, he didn't. But that's like the difference is like the innocence of childhood. But like, I don't know. Can can we? Can we hope for change in adults? Mm-hmm. Can we and, and like and, and like uh, what's his name the the one eyed dude? You know, yeah. he Sam he oh, yeah. he had a change of heart himself. I guess yeah, there was that redemption arc there. Or he was always way. that way. It kind of felt like to me. Like yeah. he always seemed kind of like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I I think it's more so a jab in reverse at the nazis for like indoctrinating these kids yeah in this way you know yeah and not necessarily because it would be harder to do if he was older and i don't think it would be that way i don't think it'd be about a change of heart i think it'd be well because you're playing with a very you're playing on like a a knife's edge where if you make it if you make a movie where you're supposed to love a nazi protagonist who's a grown man then you're yeah. then you're straight up a Nazi sympathizer, right? Yeah, like right, straight yeah. the fuck up. So yeah. if you can look at the innocence in a child, they, they had to have done it that way. Like if you can look at the yeah. innocence of a child, yeah. and really, I think you know, and and Taika said this in some interviews where like the, it was it was kind of like a a letter to his mother and to just like parents because um, what's the little boy Jojo? Obviously, Jojo's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um jojo's dad is missing in in the entire film and yeah, so yeah. you have you have a little boy who's who's raised in this environment and who's looking for a role model anywhere he can and right. that role model happens to be hitler and so it just i don't know it it it, it had to be a kid it for yeah. sure had to be a kid. it like shows yeah. how impressionable they are especially that line i think it's from steven merchant he's like oh i wish all the other kids were as blindly as faithful as you or whatever the you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. i think it totally had to be a kid i agree with you jay and adrian yeah yeah i the if you're talking about steven merchant the acting in this fucking movie was really good like oh yeah being able to have that especially steven merchant's character the gestapo scene is so fucking good it's crazy (laughs) And being able to act the way that he is in that moment, I'm just like, holy shit, this is good. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson as the mom is I so her, fucking dude. good too. She's amazing. She's phenomenal. I was blown away. But even JoJo, I think he got nominated like for some. I don't know if it was Oscars or not, but like he was nominated for a bunch of shit, like with all these like big name people. And it's just this little kid. Nice. It's so cool. And, but yeah, that was his first yeah. film. I mean, he's so young, but that was that was his. He did really one. fucking good. Yeah. He did yeah. do really well. So did um, Elsa's uh, or Elsa Thomason McKenzie. I don't know if that's how you mm-hmm. pronounce her first name, but um, yeah, she did phenomenal too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to touch back a little bit, I guess about like James kind of mentioned, you know, the the general or Captain Sam Rockwell's character. You kind of sympathize for him in a little slight way because you there was that scene where. Um, it was the Gustavo scene where they they find Elsa and Elsa's pretending to be Jojo's passed away sister. And she gets the birthday wrong, but Rockwell's character is just like, oh, okay, like you passed. And, you know, was that kind of him letting her slide under the radar? Like, you know, who knows? You yeah. Know? That was a, that whole scene is, is really good. And there was a lot of like, I don't know if, I guess there's tension there, but there's a lot of like trying to really piece together like, okay, you know, he lets them off the hook, but she knows they'll be back because then what happens pretty close after is that Jojo's mom is like dead, right? In the gallows. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when that scene happened, I was just fucking shook. I was like, holy yeah. shit, yeah, they dude. did this. That's like, not oh, that's right. That's right. That's They're right. definitely yeah. going there. And so that at that point, I was like, well, did he go and tell somebody? But I don't think that's what they were going for. No, they, yeah. I feel like they had like a friendship or something. She's like, oh, your mom's going to kill yeah. me. Like they, like they know each other. So I don't, exactly, I don't think yeah. he would have done that. I think what happened was that because she was spreading, she was dropping off uh, free, free Germany propaganda. Yeah, fight or, the like, party. Anti, anti-propaganda. Yeah. 
yeah no that's i looked into it just to like clarify it and that's what it was like it, but it's just a thing that really happened which you know taika waititi in this movie tried to like the things that we see as ridiculous are like things that are that are real like that came from history like these are things that they tried to do and so that piece was like it was one of these things where if they found that you were you know spreading this like free germany stuff around they would just kill you and like hang you in the in public yeah. and that's just yeah. what happened yeah um, i, I honestly is... never knew that i never knew like that there would be people like publicly hanged yeah gotta make everyone's fucking scared yeah. of you bro well, that's yeah, yeah. 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 Brutal. i think like it's in and in a weird way they 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 joke about it but they also like it, it probably really happened where they talk about i think jojo asks one of the army generals like well what what happens if like you know a jew or something you know like he's kind of asking he's trying to like fish for answers about like how to deal with elsa the jew that's hiding away and um which oh what's her name rebel wilson's character i think says <laughs> or somebody else there's just like they're just like yeah well, well we'll just kill you know we'll kill the family and we'll kill just probably a few other people just for good measure yeah you know? like they're just like, <laughs> just like we're just gonna start killing a bunch of people that are somewhat related in a roundabout way which is probably how the secret police operated right like yeah totally yeah. is there a rhyme or reason to that you know but to stick on the secret police a little bit um stephen merchant he he was saying that he acted he acted as a secret police in a way that he thought that these were the type of people who never had power and who were kind of like never respected. And finally they got into this position where they had overwhelming amount of power and they just let it mm -hmm. get to their head. And like, you totally see Dude, that. Dude, that's which, perfect. What the yeah. hell? It was so, yeah, it was so perfect. Like they're just nerds who kind of are bullied and then they get in this position. That... Yeah. The way they're all casual, just hell hit that. <laughs> just like those little Dude, ladies. that was, and, and that's so funny is like, that was such a, that was such a tense scene. Yeah. But also, like it was, it was cut with with really good humor. Where mm -hmm. every time a new character walks into the room, just hit it there, hit it there, and yeah. it's just back and forth. Like I, that was the funniest scene I think in the in the whole film for me. I like dying. I think, dying. I think generally the the comedy fell flat for me a little bit. But but okay. I I do believe that that scene was like, uh, it was it was both like like good comedy it went a little okay so i was mad i was like okay i was like there i'll say hell hitler but what made it like harrowing was just when she had to say it back to them um, and that yeah. was the hesitation like, you're like Oof. it was just like yeah. fuck it was like that that's when like it hurts i think my favorite part my the funniest part to me was the very beginning <laughs> when they play the i want to hold your hands in german. german yeah and and they and they basically con uh like compare beatlemania to oh yeah <laughs> like mm -hmm. hitler mania hitler, like that yeah. i thought that i thought that was the most funniest part like i was that like was really i was laughing at that i was like what the fuck i was like what a like deep cut <laughs> like strange strange comedy Gosh. but generally i don't know i didn't have i didn't have a ton of laughs I, laugh out loud moments yeah like the, the oh, scene the hell hitler scene i think was the funniest for me but i i kind of agree with you james where i again i think maybe i just had the wrong expectation going into this because i was like this is a comedy with like a lot of slapstick and just a lot of ridiculousness it's just yeah. gonna be funny and then it turned into being like really serious like the the last third almost kind of the last half of the movie is more serious i would say than it is funny yeah um you know they they will use humor to kind of cool things off a bit or taika will but yeah but for the most part but I think that's it's not serious. it's not enough like I, I that's how i feel yeah. like the comedy in the in the first half of the movie was so subpar kind of for me i don't know that mm. when they tried to bring comedy back in the very serious second half, it felt kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't it's know. Yeah. I feel like fail. I don't know. I feel like he did it like phenomenally. Like that that balance I think was so good, dude. Like you don't see yeah, movies yeah. bounce around like that and like stay within like a the single like vision. You know what I mean? Like a single theme and like movies that are pure comedies or movies that are pure drama or whatever. I don't know just that mix was i thought he did really good like i feel like that's one of the things he's really good at with like i yeah, don't know like yeah. especially like thor and 
where the wildebeests are and stuff like that, or whatever that movie's called. I think yeah, this is staple Taika Waititi work, and it's his writing is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. This, I, I, I would say that this isn't his best work. I think the other two films that I that I know him really well for, Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows, I think are like just genuinely a lot funnier than this is. Yeah, not I that mean, this movie isn't funny, be, but though. they are, yeah. and they are, and like I just think that you know. It just lands so much more, and you know, granted, they're they're a lot looser. Like you could be a lot looser with a with an action hero movie and with just a straight up mockumentary right. than you can with a movie about Hitler and Nazis. But I don't know. This was well done. I, maybe it was like maybe it was. I think that he's consistently clever. Yeah, and this movie really benefits from the cleverness, and it's not yeah, so much sure. like there is humor, you know. It does taper, but I don't know. I thought it was really well well done. Because you are dancing around this, which, okay, this is, it gave me a lot of Wes Anderson vibes in the way of, like, mm-hmm. we're going to show you this dark subject in this, like, very colorful way. way. Yeah. Jolly kids in uniforms in the forest kind of. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Like, it, there was some shots where I was like, this is literally, like, some sort of Wes Anderson thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That but on was no. Just to finish that thought, sure. it felt a, there was a lot of Simon Pegg vibes for me, like With especially the camera the movements between the kids. Oh, the camera movements, the kids, literally Jojo and his friend. What's his friend's name? Yorkie. Uh, Yorkie, yeah, yeah, Yorkie. That relationship is literally like the one that Simon Pegg and his friend had in <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. It's true. And they almost looked the same. <laughs> so it was just like so intensely. Yeah. That's but it funny. felt good. Yeah, I agree. I, so that that was like very intentional. Like that was a, well, I mean, obviously the, the costume design and just everything around the set, the whole city was very colorful and vibrant. And Taika apparently did some, he, he did some research on like Nazi Germany at that time. And in, you know, in World War II movies, everything is just very bleak and just very gothic and very dark. And it's just like, it's just this crazy hectic time. But apparently like the research that he did, that things were colorful and they were like, you know, the Germans were like experimenting with fashion and like a lot like vibrant colors and things. So that was, I don't know, it was, it was like very much intentional. Hmm. But it's interesting because Taika, like he also said he didn't do almost any fucking research on hitler because he was just like because fuck that guy that was, <laughs> you know and then played him i love that dude That's yeah funny. and then and then plays him i like go ahead i like that they showed that that side of things because that era of germany does just get buried under being nazis exactly but there was like actual things happening and people doing stuff you know yeah that's cool some normal yeah. people there still it's it's just so funny that because Taika's he's he's half Jewish right and it's just like who better to play not like what better an <laughs> FU to play Hitler than a, than somebody who's Jewish like so good it's just absurd. dude I love one of the stories I remember hearing is like because he directed it obviously it's just him like talking to people and then like trying to direct people in costume and they're just like oh, looking at him just like and then he's like you're right sorry this is not this is probably so weird that's so weird god that's such a strange i feel like when you're you're making a move like that you probably have to be a director and like you know nobody else is gonna play hitler so everyone has that trust in the the idea (laughs) it's bold bold for sure yeah yeah, I've, I've like, from what I've read about Taika Waititi's like directing style is he's pretty, I, get, I feel like he leans more like laissez-faire where he's just like, he just trusts the actors to kind of do their thing and to kind of be able to improvise. And a lot of the actors were watching all these like crazy, like German films or like things that like to really try to get them into character. And he's like, no, like watch this like funny thing or watch you know, just kind of like improvise. Like, I know you've never done a German Nazi accent, but like, just improvise. And and these <laughs> actors are just like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, like, <laughs> okay, I guess. We'll just improvise as a Nazi, but 
that's just kind of how he is, which is interesting. Yeah. Like, and, and I could, you could see it. Like when you hear him talk, he just has that very like, yeah, like just, he doesn't <laughs> seem very like, yes, like we're like, we're, we need, we need this perfectly, you know? And he just seems more like, oh, let's just, let's just fucking roll the, roll the tape, you know? Yeah. Like seeing him on the making of the Mandalorian season one, like he's just like chilling and like, it's like a meme that every fucking like movie there's like always a picture of him like sleeping somewhere on set and shit like oh he's gosh, just like the yeah. coolest guy dude i love, I love oh, him man, that's so great that's funny that's so oh boy so dude we have to talk about the cast we, we've talked a little bit about the cast but i want to go back to rebel wilson and just how great <laughs> she fucking did in this like <laughs> she's so she has this energy and there's this presence when she's on film or when she's on screen, like in all the fucking movies that she's in, you just love, you just love her. Like I just she's can't funny. help but yeah, she's so fucking hilarious. God, it's, I it's feel so like good. she's always the same kind of person. Yeah, like, in every movie that she's in, but it 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 works for her, you know. It totally works. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's like see that American over there. Go give him a hug. That's so fucked. Oh up, god, dude. it's so fucking <laughs> Yeah. Oh Jesus, that's good. Yeah, yeah, the so cast is really good. stacked. Yeah, and Sam Rockwell. Was, yeah. I didn't expect him. Yeah, yeah. And the dude that's in Game of Thrones. Who? Oh, I, I forget his name. But yeah, Alan. Their homoerotic stares. Not seen at each other. Thrones, but... Alfie. Oh, yeah. Shit, I almost had it. Alfie Alan? Allen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's cool seeing him in something that's not Game of Thrones. I always love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead, Joe. Just his, their relationship, his and Sam Rockwell's was, I just thought, hilarious. Like, that. that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the clever humor is those things where they just throw in, like, a dash of, like, you know, this shit probably happened, too. And yeah. you're going to see that, yeah. you know. And especially the scene where they're like in battle and they have like the capes and shit. Oh god, <laughs> it's too fucking it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I want to touch on the the relationship between Jojo and Elsa. Um, James, I want to take it to you. How did you feel about like the kind of weird romantic kind of relationship they had, but also it was more just brotherly, sisterly kind of love thing. Yeah, when I first saw the movie, I was like, okay, like, she's definitely too old for him. <laughs> and then yeah. they finally, like, mentioned that. But uh, it was it was interesting. It was interesting to see JoJo kind of, like, unravel his, his thoughts as he was just alone with her. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. But I think, yeah, I think it was it was done like well to kind of show like what better way to show that somebody's human than to have romantic interest in them, right? And like, <laughs> it was just but it was I don't know, it was just still so weird. I wonder how it would have been maybe it was a good choice that there was that age gap to kind of say like, oh, like you kind of have a crush on this older girl, but it's not anything that you can like legitimately pursue. And then it kind of turns more into like a sisterly relationship, you know, like a sibling relationship. Yeah, it's but... reminds me like I don't know, like a kid that's like thinks their babysitter is like hot or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can see. What... Yeah, <laughs> like the the girls trying to like let him off easy is like no, what the fuck? Can't do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, dude, what a my the most clever uh, writing was when um, JoJo asks Elsa. He says like show me where draw where where jews live like draw where they live and she draws a picture of his head like of his face yeah and then he's like i told uh, yeah. you to draw and she's like that's where we live we live in nazis heads and it's just like rent free like, holy shit. <laughs> rent free living in nazis heads that was good but yes just really interesting that she she like very much leans into the the propaganda of like how terrible jews are right she's like oh yeah we hang upside down and like our hair covers our horns and we like what did she say that happens at 21 like some crazy fucking the horns grow that's what that's what it happening. is oh that's what it is yeah mm -hmm. that's just yeah i mean it was it was interesting because like 
I felt like, it, you know, she was mainly like the one that you sort of felt didn't really care about anybody else. Was like was trying to, you know, be free and like was kind of in, I mean, she's in like a weird reality, so I don't blame her. But then she does get hit with like something that makes her feel right. Like he says something to her at some point that she like kind of takes her like the more confident comedy maybe it was the nathan stuff i don't know mm-hmm. something that he says to her makes her like take a step back and be like fuck that one hurt you know and so you, you get that both sides of it which i think is cool and it definitely builds up and it's supposed to be there but it's not really a side that's told a lot or you know rarely the nathan stuff was interesting because she seems so devastated when Jojo wrote that first note that it was just like, oh, like I'm breaking up with you. I'm leaving. I found some <laughs> other girl. And and then like Jojo sees how heartbroken she is. So then he rewrites a letter or like, you know, rewrites a letter <laughs> yeah. that says, I'm actually still in love with you. We could still get married. But flash forward to towards the end of the film, she's just like, Nathan died of tuberculosis a year ago. You know, so what was it? What was it that really hurt her? Was it like Jojo? just trying to hurt her or I don't know. It was, it was weird, but there were like, like Jay was saying that there was definitely a shift that she, she just like really hits the soft spot. Maybe it was just like the realization that he's gone and that she's not free and that she's just living in this kind of mm-hmm. hell hole. It's a shit place. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I thought the timing of like the events that it's based around was also interesting because it's towards the end of the war and stuff. Right. Yeah um so it's like yeah here's a situation which would be insane but also like she makes it out you know yeah okay weird seeing it from that perspective yeah it was weird um so let's jump in more into like scarlett johansson's character and just like the motherly kind of relationship I, I think at first I didn't really get the... I thought she was just like, oh, yeah, she's just like a Nazi mom. I don't know how Nazi moms are, but... <laughs> jolly fucking... But she... friendly neighborhood Nazi mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the first scene that we see that really peeks at her being part of the resistance, you know, is just, or the, you know, is where there's all of those um, bodies hanging in the middle of the, you know, the middle of the city, and she forces Jojo to look at them and like, he's, he's just like, what did they do? And she's like, their best. You know, just like, oh, yeah. interesting take. Yeah. No, oh, I loved that. That whole development was awesome. And I think that she, like to me that her character embodies this, like, here's what really we should all probably be striving for where you've got, you know, you've got your pulse on, things in this like political world but your main focus in life is just like living and doing these things and at the same time you've you're fighting for what you really know is good but you're not necessarily going and like advertising that to the world so much as actually doing things to to get there you know right and in the end she pays a fucking price dude Dude. which is like depressing dude watching it this this is my second time watching it just every time they show her shoes like at his head level oh, like before that gosh. i'm like oh my god dude like it's like oh, so yeah, obvious she's... it's like fuck it just hits so hard when it actually happens you know that scene fucking broke me dude and when because when you see or realize that she's dead you still only see the shoes you know hanging yeah. and i read that taika really wanted that to be like that's a moment that the audience does not get to see. You don't get to see her face. You don't get to see the body because that's for Jojo and his mother. Like that's a space for them to have that nobody else gets to, which is like really intense. Like it makes yeah, it that much more like, holy shit, you know? And that's almost like from uh, Saving Private Ryan where Tom Hanks's character, he's, he's describing his wife to, um, I think to Private Ryan, like where he's just saying like, oh yeah, like, you know, there's this, it's like a story about like his wife picking rose bushes or something. He's like, oh, tell me about that. He's like, no, he's like, that one's just for me. And it's just like, that was kind of the thing with, with Jojo and his mom. Or just, Damn. It was just for Jojo. That was, and I didn't expect that. So I just made it like that much crazier. 
Dude, I didn't expect to almost fucking cry watching this. I literally <laughs> thought I was gonna be just laughing the whole time, and that's why. I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's gonna affect my score, where just like my expectations going into it, just knowing who Taika Waititi is as a, you know, as a filmmaker in a sense. I haven't seen much, but having that to compare it to, I was like, whoa, this is not. It's that, but it's more than just that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was not was not prepared. That's yeah. so interesting. That you, that you guys don't like the shift. It's like it's not not even really like a hard shift either. It's not that I yeah. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I, I like was not expecting to expecting it at all. You know? Yeah, I guess that's what I, that's what's yeah. so good about it to me is I love unexpected. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that. Oh man. Yep. <clears throat> What else happened? Well, I wrote like a list of what I thought were the clever jokes that were just like throwaways. Uh, yeah. so the first one, when he's planning like a defense, Sam Rockwell's planning a defense around all the invading armies. He has each one like a different like nut or like beans or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Jojo walks over and he's like, "Who are the walnuts?" And he's like, "The walnuts are just walnuts." <laughs> those were just those were good. Um, the whole penises thing. Oh my when god! Talking about what Jews do, and he's like, "Well, I know you cut off the tips of penises." And she's like, "No," and he's like, "Well, the penises are real, or whatever." The it's like, what is it? They use them as earplugs. I was like, "Oh, yeah." Oh my god, I know. <laughs> um, when I think, I think it's Elsa tells Jojo that he's not a real Nazi or something. And he's like, well, I'm massively into swastikas, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the things that are just like, they ring a different way in 2021, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, God. And then the random one where Sam Rockwell's coming in after the Gestapo, and he's carrying his bike, and he's just like, my bike got a flat, so I carried it. Like, <laughs> it's like yes. No, it doesn't really matter at all, but it's just thrown in there. Oh, God. I love those. Mm -hmm. yeah the, the comedy was really good like i mean i i think i think maybe what just what it was is like i was expecting it to be more non-stop because like again i hate to just go back to you know the ragnarok and what we do in the shadows those are like the those are like so fucking funny like they're like they like i think thor ragnarok has no right being that funny like yeah. to be a superhero yeah. movie i like, agree it's it's insane yeah so. and like what we do in the shadows is like god tier comedy movie like yeah that movie's incredible <laughs> yeah if you guys have not seen either of those dude that oh man what we do in the shadows may be on maybe a real contender for like a movie if i ever win a fucking movie pick then <laughs> what we do in the shadows is up there but it feels kind of more like getting into the mood for halloween but yeah you know, yeah still. i'd love to watch that again it's been a long time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Has been. Dude, there's a there's a they made a show that's on it's on Hulu, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Netflix or whatever. On Hulu. Yeah. But it's it's called it's called What We Do in the Shadows. And it's it's pretty good. Like it's I I'm a fan. I am a fan. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's like different yeah. dudes, but it's like pretty similar. It's pretty funny. Yeah, they they have like the original cast has some guest appearances. Oh but... shit. I keep watching, oh, huh? Maybe some spoilers in there, but I don't <laughs> get too far into it. But yeah, there's they show up. They show up for sure. Oh man. But yeah, the, so you know, to just to get into like the the really feelsy aspects of this, you know, I think like I said, I was not expecting to get close to crying in this. I didn't actually cry. All right. This isn't um <laughs> oh god, what was that movie like? cried on twice why can't i think of it um florida project florida project thank you james oh um <laughs> dude fuck ah oh, that's so good anyway listen to our episode of florida, Pro florida project i cried twice not in the episode but during the movie anyway um <laughs> i <laughs> yeah so the, uh jojo's mom dying was just like holy shit and then um elsa like realizing that the the allies won you know, because Jojo tells Elsa, like, she hears all of the commotion. She hears the bombs going off. She hears everything happening. 
and she's just like what happened like and jojo tells her we won and which was interesting he he actually just says we won right yeah because he's that's... still trying to put that like front up like but but like it, it's but it's an interesting choice of words to say that we won because who is the we right like where is jojo's character at that point yeah is he is he has he shifted towards being on the side of the allies and like maybe that wasn't a lie maybe he's like we won but the allies won you're free you're my hmm. sister so like I, I i want this for you so much that i'm gonna consider myself this you know i don't know maybe that's looking too far into it but um when she says like the first thing that she's gonna do when she's free is to dance and then the very last scene which is like probably my favorite scene of the of the movie is where she walks outside and she sees that you know she sees the american flag going by and like she realizes that the allies won and then she just starts dancing and jojo starts dancing with her and it's the music rolls in and then the credits roll and you have this beautiful quote by uh rilke let everything happen to you beauty and terror just keep going no feeling is final mm -hmm. like holy shit that yeah. I was just like, I didn't come here for this. I came here to fucking laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. him him like lying to her because he's so scared of her like leaving her him behind. It was just like, fuck, man. I feel so bad. He's yeah. so young, dude. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that what one. Jacqueline said. Like she was like, when <laughs> when she gets tired of JoJo, he's literally just gonna be alone. <laughs> yeah, just kind of fucked up, right? So yeah. what what exactly happens with Jojo's father? Like, is he actually just off fighting the war somewhere? Is he like KIA, MIA? Like, what does it? He's does probably dead. Just probably dead. Like, in... I feel like he's done. Okay. I feel like that which adds to you know Scarlett Johansson's character more. Um, but I feel like the the ending it, it hit me like a ton of bricks because it's it's a Bowie song in German they're dancing they say you know i don't know just the way it ended and with the quote too like i was already like feeling it when they were dancing and then the quote hit and i was like Fuck yeah. me, dude like yeah. i for some reason it's kind of super emotional <laughs> like, it's because of everything that's fucking happened this week like it's crazy it's crazy in america yeah. right now. it's yeah, crazy it's right now the saturday after that terrorist attack on the fucking capital by america itself <laughs> yeah yeah january recording january 9th 2021 so that yeah that was thinking about that a lot i was just like them brainwashing these like kids and like these like older kids and stuff it's just like fuck man like just the way people are raised and like they just it's fucked up that i don't know that that can happen i guess yeah i don't no, know it was it hit differently because we have impeccable timing as always yeah what the fuck <laughs> gosh so weird yeah what oh man not to i mean it's, it's impossible to to talk about this film and really get into it without going into political things you know it just really is what was that senator who literally quoted hitler oh my god in dude. her uh, it was a freshman yeah. congresswoman there's a newly elect yeah newly elect in person yeah First thing yeah. they did was go into a rally and say that Hitler was right. Hitler was yeah, right on it, one it, thing. It's like Hitler was right about one like, thing. You don't say that. Which is just like, it, you know, and it's so crazy because you, if you look at this movie, though, like that—that's the thing. Is like maybe that quote isn't wrong. Like maybe she's not. Maybe maybe she's not wrong in that. But it's just like you just don't quote Hitler. Yeah. Like, I feel like you just don't have to. It's just be something that you just don't say. But it was like you know, and then you go to this movie, and I think the quote had something to do like those who control the children control the future or whatever, whatever it was. But yeah. you know, this kind of movie shows the the children kind of growing up in in that environment and in that mindset, and it's yeah, yeah, it's extreme. And but they also yeah. didn't win, which gives you a little bit of hope, I guess. It yeah. just. It's just dangerous, I think. Yeah, I mean, neither did, like, the Confederacy and all that shit. It's like, right, yeah. it doesn't really matter, which is sad. Yeah, no, it's crazy to see. It's definitely crazy. And this, the Gestapo scene, again, is just, it hit differently because there were, there was, like, literally a Gestapo 
you know, seen in Florida. Yeah. Or, like, or Portland well, too, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that too. Level. The, the Florida one was literally like, it was, um, Rebecca Jones. She was a, a scientist researcher working on COVID stuff and she was publishing like real Florida numbers. And the governor or whoever, Rick Scott, that motherfucker was like, sent police to her house to raid it and like pointed guns in her kids' faces and her husband's face, took all her equipment, her computers and left. Like that happened in, you know, not even a month ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's in scary. like 70 years after this movie takes place or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, and that—that's really the—that's just really the whole point of. That's really the whole point of like, Taika Waititi, like writing and, and making this movie was, he literally said that he's like, this is something that we need to remember, and like people yeah. are forgetting, you know, people are forgetting what what happened, what this kind of led to. Yeah, what they were actually fucking like and shit. So. And it's crazy that he started writing this movie after Boy, which was his first movie. Oh, but really? he made so many movies in between. Oh, and really? Barely, it just didn't. He was just too busy. It didn't get produced until when it did. And yeah, it was a good thing. Great. Yeah, great timing. I mean, oh boy, oh boy. So yeah, what uh, what else you got? What else you guys got? Any? I don't know. James um, is on fucking Facebook over here, bro. What are you thinking about? <laughs> Nothing, man. Some, <laughs> some online shopping. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing. I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Wrapping it up. Are you guys still got more? Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's just it. It's such a you know, it's just such a weird topic to talk around. You know, I can't even imagine writing a film about it, but, you know, even yeah. making a podcast on something like this, it just, it's like, ugh, it, 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 I don't know. There's like some, there's definitely some vibe, right? That, that I think we all have about talking about Nazis and talking, you know, especially in the time that we're in right now. And it's just like, it's almost, yeah. it's almost too relevant, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you feel pressure to take a stance and, and just yeah. say something about it even if you don't necessarily want to put that out there you know right right mm -hmm. like what i said about you know what makes scarlett johansson's character so interesting is that she does these things and she believes these things and <clears throat> wants these things even if she doesn't outright display them you know like actions speak louder than words right and i think that that's another big thing that we've seen in these past couple of years is like who who truly cares and who's just putting it out there you know mm -hmm. and i think that this i mean it's just relevant there's different forms of what you know what we've seen in the past like social media plays a big part in like what people see and believe and but also how you like how you feel about another person like well what are they saying about this just expecting people to like you know wear that on their sleeve and stuff it's yeah. just really <laughs> wear that on their sleeve right <laughs> yeah so to speak yeah. um all right yeah so i think um i think we're about ready to hop into reviews does anyone want to be a brave soul and go first man i, I, don't, I don't know if i'm ready I mean, taryn can i, I call on you go first bro but i'm ready you always go first. <laughs> yeah. do it again you're used to it then <laughs> it's just easier because nothing's been said yet you know what i mean but uh um, yeah. I don't know. I think this movie is very fucking clever. Like, Taika Waititi is... Like, I'll watch anything. I don't even want to read what it's about. Like, he's his name is on it. I'm just going to watch it. Like, that's just where I'm at with this guy. Yeah. Like, everything I've seen from his, him is just fucking phenomenal. And this movie is no different. Like, just to take that subject matter and make fun of it in that way while also just being Hitler yourself, like... It's amazing, dude. It's so fucking cool. Like all the performances were amazing. Like I don't know, man. I love like clever shit like this. Like every little tiny joke that they throw out, like it doesn't 
get a lot of screen time, but like if you catch it, it's fucking funny, you know, stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thinking about it like now, twenty twenty one is like that relevancy kind of makes it a little funnier in parts when they when they do make fun of Nazis and stuff. I feel like that. I don't know. That relevancy is uh, interesting, you know. Mm hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'll probably two minutes after I finish, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, those are all the things I was gonna say," you know, like usual. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just read it. <laughs> I love this fucking movie. Like watching it again, like I was glued to my screen. Like this is a nine out of ten, solid. Wow. Like wow. it's. Amazing. Nine. Right, a nine out of ten coming out of Taryn. Who wants to take it over next? James, Jay, self. I, man, I don't know if I'm ready yet. <laughs> who, who, whoever wants to go. James, go. take it away. Yeah. Okay. Go. Um. Yeah. So, this is the second time that I've seen this movie. Watched this movie. Uh, no, I guess last year sometime. And I don't know, I didn't really care for it the first time I watched it. But watching it the second time, I think I liked it a little bit more. Um, I didn't really find it funny. I, I, I think some of, some of the comedy sometimes can be kind of cringy a little bit in it. Mm. But other times... Uh, there's like those little random things that are clever, just kind of building the world around it, building the characters that are like clever, which I enjoy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really feel super sad or anything. I don't know, watching it generally mm. like that, which is, I don't know, maybe I'm just psychopath. Maybe you're a heartless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James is just a hollow shell. Don't listen to him. Something like that. <laughs> and, uh, just lack empathy. But, but yeah, I don't know. Um, besides all that and my hollow shell, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I liked. I really liked uh, Scarlett Johansson. I think she was uh, a lot better in this movie than she was in another movie that she was in that same year which is marriage story which is end game dude she's in a lot which of is hot sure. take garbage <laughs> ooh um, damn yeah okay. we'll talk about anyways, that anyways we'll talk about that next time next time somebody <laughs> picks that movie no but uh yeah i thought she did well i thought that when uh just like how how clever and how much she loved jojo and how much she was like trying to shield him from everything and it was uh, probably the best character when she did the little ashes out of the fireplace was yeah. really funny. I wish I could have an ounce of charisma like her character <laughs> did. <laughs> but so um, great, yeah. she was always just like on her toes. And uh, maybe oh, not, not always. Not, not always. Didn't mean that. Uh, Didn't mean that. Uh, with that, the score is hanging around a oh. 8.3. You're a piece of me. shit for that one, James. First a marriage God story take and then this. <laughs> oh, somebody stop this man. When I, when I first watched it, I don't know. I was, I don't know. You know what? That, I'm gonna be place, honest with you. That's time. that's higher than I was expecting. <laughs> me too. Adam. Yeah, me too. That's good. Yeah. You know, that's, Eight point three. I don't know. I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I, I think I could take it over. I'll, I'll do mine next. So, uh, I I really just want to applaud Taika Waititi for making a movie about this subject and like navigating it so well. I think that everything that happened like. It was just it was just put together so perfectly like i feel like it, it had to be a 10 year old boy who was struggling with his developing mind looking for a father figure finding that in hitler and like leaning into the nazi you know to the nazi party and then finding a character who is kind of like 
in this weird way, maybe like Taryn said, like a hot babysitter, right? Finding this character that's the complete opposite of his entire worldview and seeing the humanity in her. And like, in some ways, like falling in love with her, right? In, in, in a sense, as a sister, as a brother, as they say. Um, but it was just, it was navigated perfectly. It was done very, very well. I think I do kind of lean towards James where, I don't know, maybe it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. You know, there was definitely funny parts. Like there were, there were definitely funny parts that I, that I laughed out loud, but not as many as in other films that I've seen him make. And maybe that's a side effect of this being a movie about fucking Nazis, right? Um, you know, I think something that we didn't touch on too, too much. We talked a little bit about how it had like the Wes Anderson kind of vibes, like cinematically, like the cinematography was, was really good. Like it was just like a really nice movie to look at. Like the shots were done really well. I think it was just pleasing to watch in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so like big kudos there. And it was, it was an interesting, you know, the, the final scene where the Germans are like on their last limbs and they're kind of getting their shit pushed in in their own city was an interesting take on, you know, wartime action. You know, most of the time we see war movies where it's just like these crazy loud explosions which happened and like all of these like really dark and gruesome things. But this movie had that, but it it added this weird twist into it where there was still slapstick comedy, right? Like they dropped the bazooka, the, the, <laughs> what is the freaking bazooka that destroys tanks? It's like the Pueller, what the fuck is it called? Panzer Shriek or whatever, <laughs> where like it just launches into a building and explodes it. And it's just like these little 10 year old boys who, oh, it's a really bad time to be a Nazi, I guess. Like it's just, <laughs> it's, it's funny when it, when it needs to be, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's an enjoyable movie. I, I really loved it. And, you know, just the, the, the fucking quote at the end by Rilke, I think really just wrapped everything up together for me. Um, it was good. It was a good movie. Is it, is it Fumbler Hall of Fame? I, I don't think so. I, you know, it's not quite there, but it's pretty close. It is an 8.7. That's pretty close. Yeah. No. Pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. It's good. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Jay, take it away. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling with this one because it's it just hit a lot of different ways for me. Um, I love the parallels that we've drawn to Wes Anderson, to you know these other people that even in some of the comedy, it, it's got this very like almost the era of like uh leslie nielsen again coming back into play mm -hmm. with things like the bike and shit like that yeah. um he's blending all of these clever things and like random things into this dark subject and it's really cool it's really hard to do uh you know taking up the role of hitler has got to be a whole thing in itself like it's all around uh, it's a bold uh a bold quest, I guess I would call it. And I think that he does it really well. And I think that it's, it's timely uh, right now. It's, it's a lot of things. You see a lot of angles of things. Like I said at the beginning, there's a lot to unpack. Like mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson's character, I think I'll agree with James, is probably the best character in this movie. And you're seeing from her like a person who was a, a mother, is a mother, but lost her child and is now harboring another one and like has this relationship with her and has this relationship with her own son where she knows that the things that he's into are like not good, but at the same time she knows that that's maybe the safest place for him to be in Germany, right, at the mm -hmm. time. And so she doesn't necessarily try to like outright, I guess you could call it radicalize him, but still cares about him and there she just has a lot of facets to her character that are like really cool um and when she was gone like that really hit me it was mm. it was a big hit um the rest of the cast is great sam rockwell is always good um rebel wilson you know it, 
it was just good. It was clever. And I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought I would. I laughed more than I thought I would, which I think is different hmm. from what you guys were expecting. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Hall of Fame. It's very fucking close, though. So I think I have to give it like an 8.9. Right on the cusp. Ooh. So close. 8.9 out of J, which brings us to a collective 8.725. So pretty pretty close to the Hall of Fame. Um, That's not bad. But, you know, three out of four of us, we're, we're not... We're not there. We were on that edge. Even Taryn, I mean, you know, nine point is is not Squeaky well by. into the not well into the whole thing, <laughs> but we can buy. Yeah, so we rated this movie an eight point seven out of ten. We would love to know what you guys think. Leave us a message on any of our socials. You can find all of those at filmfumblers.com. Um, you could even email us at filmfumblers at gmail.com. Next week, that is going to be January 16th. We will be reviewing Children of Men, movie released in 2006. Um, the best place to follow us for those updates is probably going to be Instagram. Again, just search Film Fumblers there. But yeah, am I missing anything, guys? Filmfumblers.com. That's oh, uh, did you did you say uh, Filmfumblers.com? What was it? Uh, filmfumblers.com. <laughs> filmfumblers.com that's what okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah find all of those there and yeah if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash filmfumblers.com or no (laughs) slash twitch.tv slash filmfumblers (laughs) hit that follow button stick stick around for the after show um yeah we'll be we'll be chatting with chatting with chat and see what's up there so thanks so much for tuning in tonight guys have a great rest of your day cheers 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 cheers